What's up, y'all? You're listening to Made It. What's up, y'all? You're listening to Made It. You're listening to Made It. What's up, y'all? You're listening to Made It. Where we're telling the stories of the legends that made it. Of legends who made it to inspire the next generation of Black sellers. You're rocking with the Sales for the Culture crew. You're rocking with the Sales for the Culture crew. That's me, Mercy. Boy, Shelton. Me, Nikki. And Jacob. Today we're chatting with Vivian Okiri. She is a commercial account executive at New Relic and runs the Brown Sales Collective. Uh, she is such an encouraging person to talk to and to think about what a young Black woman by 27, 28 has been able to accomplish. Getting in the housing market, traveling the world, it's just uh, a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of encouragement and inspiration. So I think that people are going to get a good kick out of this one. All right, let's get this work. Let's go. Come on. All right, I'm very, very excited to be chatting uh, today with you, Vivian. How's it going, girl? It's going great. I'm super excited myself, Jacob. Thank you again. Uh, honestly, thanks is coming all from our direction. It's going to be a great time, and I think a lot of people are going to be encouraged hearing your story. I feel like probably a good place to start would just be like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, who are you? <laughs> catch, catch me up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my name is Vivian. Uh, people call me Viv. I am. I was born in New Jersey, but I'm of Nigerian descent. So both of my parents are Nigerian, Igbo to be exact. If there are any other of us out there listening to this, who do? That's, uh, that's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been uh, raised in Atlanta majority of my life. I'm about 27 years old. I say about because. My birthday's coming up in a, a couple of months here, so I'll be hey. 28. Um, and, uh, you know, grew up in Atlanta most of my life. Uh, I went to Kennesaw State, if anyone has ever heard of that school. Um, go Owls for the culture. <laughs> and uh, I actually got my degree in professional selling and marketing, so it was a double major. Yeah, and I, I think that's super unique. We've talked about this a little bit before, um, that not many people even know that doing like a professional selling degree is a thing. So like, how did that come on your radar? Is that what you started out going for right after high school? Like, talk to us about that. Great question. And I won't go on this long-winded story. I'll, I'll try and make it concise. Just starting at the degree, I get that all the time, right? A lot of people don't realize that there is a professional selling degree. Um, I didn't realize it until, uh, what, my junior year of college. I was actually on route uh, entering college to be in chemistry pre-med. So Nigerian, right? Uh, coming from an African descent like yourself, uh, you probably knew the struggles of your parents, you know, kind of conforming you to a certain occupation. So doctor, lawyer, et cetera. And I was pretty much groomed by my dad to be a pediatrician. I don't know why he saw that in me. Um, but here I am thinking I want to do that. And honestly, Jacob, after my freshman year, I said, gosh, I don't really like this. I'm kind of good at it, but I think I like business. So I started to look at another route and that's when I was double majoring in marketing and management. Um, so I was pretty um, involved in, in college, right? And uh, from SGA to African-American Student Association, African Student Association, so many different pivots. But one of my uh, favorite moments, uh, other than becoming a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, um, I was actually inducted into a business fraternity called Delta Sigma Pi. Uh, so it's a brotherhood of 
individuals of all backgrounds in the business world. Um, and I met someone, Sarah Birch, I'll never forget her. Uh, she's awesome. I just still remember this conversation like yesterday. Uh, she was like, Vivian, you're, you're so smart and you have a great personality. Have you ever considered professional selling? I'm like, what is that? Like, I always thought about sales being this door-to-door -door thing, right? You hear about, I don't know if you, back in your day uh, you had this, but we had uh, what we called vector knives. And that was oh, like yeah, very selling knives, right? Very familiar, yeah. So I actually uh, uh, thought about sales in that realm. And so she started to explain it and tell me about the seminars coming up. I was like, wow, because at that time, when I switched to marketing and management, I actually wanted to be a consultant. And I was just so good and hell about working for Accenture and Deloitte and all these places. And she kind of showed me a new realm, which was considered consultative selling and what those possibilities were. Now with that, um, there are many other types of sales methods. You can go into medical device sales, you can go into, um, you know, uh, healthcare sales, any type of sell, right? But um, what I found most enticing was technology sales. Um, mm. And so I kind of went down that route. I got a position with a company called Gartner right before I, actually, I graduated. Before we dive into the Gartner thing, I just really want to press in on that. You said like, yeah. I really was just interested in technology sales. Like of all the things in the world, like why that? Yeah, for sure. Well, there were a couple of reasons. Uh, I think part of the reason was because a lot of the sponsors in our professional selling department were technology companies. So Salesforce, Gartner, um, all of these different types of technology companies. And I started doing a lot of research on my end. And what I found was, wow, tech, tech companies are booming. Mm -hmm. Apart from the traditional corporate route, I kind of look at the technology uh, corporation world as a funner version of that. Like I don't have to wear a suit to work and I don't have to, you know, um, do all of these different things that a lot of corporations typically do. It's a very lax, fun, young environment. So mm -hmm. as I started to learn that, as well as the earning potential and technology sales of all the different other sales routes, I said, yeah, this is probably the one I want to hone in on. Cool. Cool. So, so Gartner was kind of this like first conversation around that? Absolutely. Yeah. So Gartner was one of our bigger sponsors at that time. And um, they're kind of an arm of technology sales where I'm not selling software, but I was selling IT research and advisory. So you can imagine this type of sell isn't tangible. I'm basically selling mindshare. Uh, so for my first job out of college, and that being one of the hardest companies to get into at that time for sales, I was really excited to work with them. Yeah. And I think this is, this is super um, interesting because of course, we got all sorts of people listening to this show, uh, you know, people like myself, um, or, you know, I think of, of Sheldon, you know, we didn't do post-secondary, you know, as far yeah. as, you know, locking up a degree there. So that's, that's absolutely like a, a common thing, but, but whether you come in with a post-secondary degree in sales or not, um, you know, you're, you're coming into it with this, um, I think, immediately, um, mm -hmm. You might be exposed to some really cool opportunities in some of those higher echelon uh, tech sales opportunities like you had at Gartner. And then, so you, so you get into the game. What was the trajectory like from there? Obviously the show is called Made It, but what's, what's the journey from like day one out to kind of, kind of where you are now? Talk us through that a little bit. 
Absolutely. And if you don't mind, I, I just want to address something really quick. Sure. You don't need a professional selling or associated type of degree to get into technology sales. Word. The beauty of this field is you can come from all walks of life. You can have a degree of philosophy. You can have no degree at all. It's really quite stunning how flexible and considerate that the field is in general. But to start on a little bit about my background and how what it looked like from day one to currently, although very excited and eager and green, um, I had a rough start. Um, and this is probably relative to other people, but starting this career, I had to move to another state. I had to, so not only was my first job in another state, I was doing something in a field for the first time, no experience with IT advisory, let alone technology sales. So um, although the boot camp was amazing and I had a, a lot of resources that were um, applicable for me, I had a rough start because I found myself trying to fit into a box. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that stems from imposter syndrome, trying to figure out how I got here with some of the smartest minds and not always feeling adequate enough to be in that similar circle. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what, where that changed, it really started with uh, me in my second uh, position in technology sales at Marketo. And at that time, I had moved back to Atlanta. I took a risk and this company actually took a risk on me uh, with my little to no experience for a position that which is supposed to yield you at least three or four years plus where I only had one. So sure. part of the struggle was moving back, trying to show that I could do this. And again, there, I had a rough start. I wasn't performing well. Um, I, I, I was really eager to learn, but things weren't clicking. Mm. And what really helped me at that point was mentorship internally within the company that I was working with. I was able to make a great gang of friends with um, people that are still close to me to this day outside the court, right? And they really taught me the importance of learning the foundationals, yes, but making things your own. Um, and I would shadow, I would be on calls with them and I learned how they moved and what they were able to say that made me a lot better because it was like, oh, I can be myself while mm -hmm. still being professional this is great. This is like the funnest field ever. So I guess starting from my early days to now, which is still kind of early, but I'm getting a hang of this thing nowadays. Um, I'd say that um, I'm much more comfortable with the role itself. Um, I've made a great gang of friends working at these various companies and I am still doing what I've always wanted to do in college, which was consulting, helping people drive out a solution, understanding people's needs. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And I think it'd be good to hear a little bit more about, because say I'm someone who you know, doesn't know as much about you know, what it is to do sales or what it is to do consultative selling or, or, or consulting itself. Um, what is it about that work that is so, I don't know, inspiring, like they get you fired up? Like what about it is so cool? Right. I think the best thing about it is I'm able to have a different day every day. Hmm. Every day isn't the same. And I love the spot, uh, spontaneous aspect of it. 
Mm -hmm. um, another thing that really entices me about this field is you're the owner of your role. Like you can look at it as if you're an entrepreneur in the corporate space, um, which people, uh, a lot of people, especially from diverse backgrounds, um, from a cultural perspective, aren't aware of. Um, so between those two pieces, as well as the, uh, the money that you can earn, quite frankly, in the role and just being a part of a position or a field that isn't going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Every company is starting to be more of a digital company, yep. right? Uh, it's not only a software company or a technology company that has this same aspect. Um, so I knew that there was longevity in the game when we think about where tech is going, how much influence tech has today yep. and, and more. And I mean, from there, I mean, you've, you've been able to, to demonstrate that in your career, right? Going from, from Gartner, being able to be at Adobe and Marketo, and, um, now at, at New Relic. I, I'd love to maybe zoom out a little bit here. And obviously the show, show that we're on is called Made It. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's, there's the, the place that you started, there's the, the come up that you've had. And, and I don't think anyone who comes on this show really thinks they've hit the plateau and there's nowhere left for them to go. Of course, right. there's more to do. But in fairness, 27, 28, like you've been able to do some cool things. So do you maybe want to share, um, and I say this from an educational perspective, right? For those who don't know what's available to them, if they were to set their hand to this sort of career, do you maybe want to like catch people up on like some of the stuff you've been able to make happen from being in tech sales? Absolutely, Jake. No, it's, it's awesome. And by, by no means, I love the disclaimer, by no means I've made it, right? As far as for my, my personal standards, but... I am proud to say a couple of different things that I've been able to accomplish. Um, the first one being, um, I'm, I was able to buy my own house uh, last year and it's a pretty nice one, I would say, um, in Atlanta, right? Um, apart from that, I was able to fund my mother's house back home. So mm. she started to build a house uh, back in Nigeria and Aside from myself um, and my siblings, she was just so excited that we were able to help her out with that. Mm -hmm. um, I love traveling. So I'm able to traveling without too much thought into it, uh, which is amazing and a blessing. Um, and then- Yeah, you just got back, if I'm remembering correctly, like we were just talking in our, in our prep call. Yeah. So you told me about a trip you got back from with your girls? Oh yeah, yeah, I went to Ghana. Um, we went to Accra more specifically, and it was great. Uh, a little under two weeks there, came back and back to the grind, right? But <laughs> well, I, well, the thing that tripped me up about when you were talking about it, I was like, because uh, not a lot of people, I've had the chance to go back to Ethiopia, not, not necessarily yeah. every black person had the chance to go back to the continent. If they get to go once, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but you were like, yeah, well, you know, Ghana was great. And we're thinking about doing this next trip, going back to the continent <laughs> coming up not too long from now. I'm like, you know, it's great to be able to have a lifestyle that can support not just like the flexibility to go, but okay. also the resources to literally buy a plane ticket <laughs> to take you across the world, like semi-regularly. Like that's, that's pretty dope. It's crazy. And, and I, and it's not going to be the same for everybody, but where I'm at at 27, soon to be 28, isn't necessarily where a lot of people in my age bracket are, mm -hmm. right? There are statistics that show the salary and the savings that people my age are supposed to have, wherein, whereby depending on performance, you can be 
three to four times that, right? Mm -hmm. That statistic. So it's really awesome to see the upward trajectory, the expanded opportunity you have to earn a great amount of money for yourself, but also to use that money to impact yourself, your loved ones, or your community. Um, so it's, it's really awesome. Yeah, I know it's, uh, we talk a lot about um, people having a hard time breaking into the housing market, you know, if only people bought less avocado toast or whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> being, but, <laughs> but um, it's, it's great to know that, you know, in your mid twenties, like you're able to break into that in, in ATL and, and um, to know that you're not just able to do those sorts of things for yourself, but also able to do some cool things for people that you love and for your community. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we could keep going on, on this <laughs> note. I mean, any other things that you feel like would be, be good to, to catch people up on before I ask you about like more generally what success kind of means to you? <laughs> no, I think that's, that's good for now. <laughs> by the way, y'all, she's, she's not, I don't mean to say she's holding out on you, but there's some other fun things. She's just not trying to flex too hard on you. Uh, but she gave you a little bit of a taste. Um, so, so talk, so, so then let's think about what it means to make it, right? Obviously, these things are hinting at something bigger, but like, what does making it mean to you? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, for me particularly, I think making it is the freedom I have individually to do what I want. And not necessarily saying I can just do anything in the world, have anything, buy anything. But for me and what I like, um, I'm able to do that because of software sales. Um, apart from that, I'm able to give back to my church in, in generous amounts. And something like that means a lot to me, considering my point on faith and, and where I stand there. Um, Success means being able to support my family where I can, even if they're not asking for it, I'm able to help them with an investment opportunity or, you know, uh, help start something as a group, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then I think lastly, success is impacting others. Um, uh, my ability to share my story, not cookie cutter, right? Mm -hmm. Very different. Um, from a lot of other people already in the space um, and really starting to shed some light on a field that is very promising. However, underseen, um, is underseen a word actually? I'm not sure, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think just the ability to have that freedom for myself and also to impact others mm -hmm. gives me a lot of joy and that's a success for me at least right now. Yeah. And I think one of the, the cool things you mentioned to me also like with this idea of, of, of how relational success is to you, it's not just being able to do it yourself, but being able to do it with, for and with other people. Mm -hmm. um, one of the cool things that stuck out to me about your Ghana trip is one of the homegirls that was on that trip, which she was another sister in Texas. So it's yeah, exactly. like the idea that you can do this with a crew of people, um, you know, pass on opportunities to people that you came up with right. um, to, to make some incredible things happen together like I just think that that's so cool so um that that all being said I know that there's someone listening to this who is one either not yet in the game um uh, that 
I'm sure is looking for some encouragement or, or some, some wisdom or some inspiration. And then probably secondly, uh, there's someone who's in the game, maybe early days, maybe not all the way ready to be on this right. podcast or something like it just yet. Um, is, what would you say to the person who's, who's not yet in the game, but is curious or wondering if they can make it happen? Like what, what would you say to them? Right. First things first, unclench your, your jaws, relax your shoulders, breathe and realize that you can be and do anything. And I'm not just saying that in a very corny way, but it, it's, it's really true. A lot of the things that I've been able to accomplish and yeah, maybe what I have and who I've been able to impact, it's all been manifested. So really honing in on what you're able to have and do in this life and start to visualize on that. The second piece I'd say is to be naturally curious, question everything. I would have never knew about the potential of this field if I didn't have questions and shadow people who are already here and want to learn more. Don't limit yourself on what you know today. There's still so much to learn. And as a fellow lifetime learner, I'm sure you can relate, mm -hmm. um, but just remain curious and, and be open to the possibilities at hand. Um, that's one of the, the things I'd like to say. Absolutely. And, and I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, um, we'll talk about on the back end of the show ways that you can get connected with sales for the culture and rework training and resources available to you to, to help support that ongoing curiosity that someone would have um, who's, who's not yet in the game and wants to figure it out. But just that heart that you're describing of being tenacious, of, of learning the things that we need to learn to become the people that we hope to become, like, I think it's bang on. And then, I mean, for someone who's maybe in the game already, uh, maybe in some of those early days, yeah. uh, you know, in, in the pit, I know you mentioned uh, having some challenges earlier on too. Like what, sure. are there any things additionally you would say to that person? Yeah, um, so I would say, as you already know, as an early salesperson, there are hills and valleys to this game. Mm -hmm. And what it looks like currently isn't what it will be in the next year or even in the next month. That's the beauty of sales itself. It's just, there's always this possibility. So don't be too hard on yourself if you feel like maybe I'm not cut out for this or I'm not getting the best feedback from my manager or I'm, not, I'm, I'm it's just not clicking. Remember that great things do take time and really hone in on the art of mastery it takes at least 10 years to master something. You're not gonna master it in three months, six months, or your first year on the roll. So just remember that everything is made perfect in its own time and your time is coming. It always does. Couldn't imagine a better quote to end it on than that. Uh, Vivian, how do people connect with you? Um, how do people uh, learn more about what you're doing? Um, just continue to engage with you as a person. Yeah, for sure. So I didn't talk too much about this, but I recently started in and will be relaunching a company called Brown Sales Collective, which is an avenue for black and brown individuals to broker into, into the technology sales space. Um, I started this after similar to the work you guys are doing at Sales for the Culture and what we're involved in there. Um, I realized that there is a gap. There's not a lot of black individuals, if not black and brown individuals in the tech sales space. So uh, what I do there is I provide career coaching and uh, very foundational sales training uh, to get into an entry level position. And the good thing there is you need little to no experience for that position. So 
Um, if it behooves you or if it makes sense, please reach out to me at brownsellscollective.com or on my Instagram at brownsellscollective. Beautiful. And um, are people able to follow you in any other ways? I mean, Brown Sales Collective, um, I'm assuming that there's maybe a, a LinkedIn or an IG handle yeah. or something like that people can catch on to. Yeah, for sure. So on LinkedIn, you can connect with me there, Vivian O'Kiri. Uh, would love to connect, would love to answer any initial questions you may have. Um, and any feedback as well from what you've heard, maybe you want me to expand on something, I'd be more than happy to help. Beautiful. Well, we'll throw all those links and, and uh, information that Vivian was just chatting about in the show notes. So do please check that out. But uh, yeah, Vivian, just wanted to say thanks again. I know that there is a young person uh, who is on their way to making it that's been encouraged by your story. So thanks for making the time. That's awesome. Thanks for having me, Jacob. All right, that's this week's drop on Made It, brought to you by Sales for the Culture. Hey, Nikki, if I love what I just heard and I'm Black, what do I do now? Whether you're in tech sales already or not, let's get you connected at salesfortheculture.com. If you're Black, you're looking for your shot to make it, and you're wondering if tech sales might be your lane, when you go to salesfortheculture.com, we'll get you hooked up with Rework. They're a nonprofit organization educating uh, all sorts of folk, but, but black folk too, on, on how to get into tech sales. Rework will train you and get you in a sales job. One of the, our partner companies like Pinterest, Salesforce, LinkedIn, and more. And going through Rework won't cost you a dime. Trust me, I know I'm the CEO. You don't need any experience. We don't care about your background. So whether you went to Stanford like me, or you didn't finish high school like me, if you bring the grind and the coachability, Rework will give you a shot. Okay, so that's if you're not in tech sales, but what if you're black and already in the game? If you're black and working in tech sales right now, you already know what it is. You can go to salesfortheculture.com too to get plugged into our Slack community with hundreds of other black tech sellers pushing one another towards it. And you'll find top shelf training opportunities, cookouts, industry leading mentors, and other black folk to grind with so you don't have to build alone. All right, y'all. Passes on to someone you know who needs to hear about more black folk that made it. Keep doing it for the culture and we'll see y'all next week.